Okay there guys, um, it's Marco here, and I've been playing in well, Tarot, some stuff with Northern Kings and Ras Castellolo and doing some solo work, probably, best, uh, probably the people know me best from Nightwish, and you know, they're watching Interview Under Fire. <laughs> Uh, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me today on Interview Under Fire. You know, this was this is a big month. You know, we're wrapping up April, uh, big year so far. Um, first and foremost, um, how are you? You know, how how's your family, your bandmates, and uh, how long have you guys been on lockdown out in Finland? Um, how long has it been? It, it starts to be kind of a blur. I'd say right. I'd say that we've been here at least six weeks, and. I mean, the lockdown is, of course, something that if you got to go to groceries, you go. Uh, but basically, most of the time, you're staying home, pretty bored. Right. And, well, the personal bummer for me and the bandmates and, of course, the crew members and all that is that we just got the album out. We were preparing to do a nice, good, extensive rehearsal with all kinds of pyro and screen stuff. And everything fell over. And all the shows have fell over. And now we're just watching like the summer festivals. Uh, like every day you got one domino that's next to fall. And, right. Uh, that, that's crap. But, well, at least we got the album out. Of course, there were already voices that should we delay and would it be. And some people have done that because there is, of course, the delivery problems with the physical ones and all that. But still, these are the times that I think we need some entertainment, some things to take our minds off. But personally, I'm happy that we, we released it. If, you know, it. if it gives people, you know, hour, hour and a half off from this boredom, it's all for the better. Right, you know, there's some bands, you know, uh, Lamb of God and Slave. They they were, uh, you know, primed for releasing their new records around this time of year, and they were, you know, they decided to move it. Then of course there's you guys, and there's other bands who, you know, took the took the chance to actually just go ahead and release them. Um, is that something that's up to you guys as a as a as a band to decide when to release, or is how does that go? Did you take any part in where that goes? Mm, I didn't really have to. Because, well, nobody really took it up seriously with us. Uh, uh, are we going to be delaying? But I mean, nobody really, I guess, wanted to do it. Yeah. Of course, I totally understand that, that with some people, especially bands, like, well, like us too, that we also, we got a pretty faithful like um, fan base that are into into physical copies and vinyl copies and all that, and delivery lines are seriously broken. So we suffer for this. And but anyways, you can always you can always get to listen to it at least. Of course. 
Yeah. Um, and, and entertainment is really important right now. And we didn't get to do the goddamn shows. Well, this this gives us, you know, a chance to actually talk and see what we have, you know, planned going on in the future. You know, that's why we do do this. And, uh, you know, being stuck at home, how are you able to keep up with your guitar chops and, you know, with all your instruments? Do you live in a place where you can just like crank up and play or is it is, is it OK for you? Like, I don't know if your neighbors or I mean, like if you just, you know, I get a place of my own. So I got a pretty yeah. good arsenal here. <laughs> OK. And a, and a pretty good stereo system or surround system, whatever, and a home studio. So, yeah, I I've been using those. Yeah, well, I was really felt last week and just was listening to new Catatonia album, which I found really nice. I love that album. They're one of my favorite bands. I love them. Yeah, because I'm I'm into that kind of a approach, and and the guys had some brilliant transits from the. You know, deep electronic bass stuff and uh, machinery tracks into the real band and all that. And, right. Uh, and I li- I like those things and it it it's so bleak and dark. That's uh you know be- before we go right into you know you know your work you talk about proggy music that's actually what you describe your solo album as, which you know mm-hmm. I I think that's that was a really good contrast when I actually heard Catatonia and then and then your album. Um, uh, I think the I think the English title was is um, I don't know the Finnish is Mustan Sudomen Rovio. I think I said yeah. that correctly. Yeah. And uh, word yeah, for so, word, Pyre yeah. of the Black Heart. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, th- yeah, Pyre of the Black Heart. That's what that was. You know, uh, before we dive into that. So, what would a typical day for Marco and you know nowadays? What would that be like? Since we're technically, I would say about little less than two months into quarantine. You yeah, know, I, I feel like I feel like musicians such as yourselves, you know, would be getting into a routine. Are you getting into a routine at this time? I'm I'm in a kind of a routine. I'm I'm a little bit of an early riser so that when the, there starts to be light, I'm up and finish summer is heading close. So I'm up usually around seven ladies. But then I'm also, I do all kinds of things slow. I read news, drink coffee, and I can easily spend a couple of hours. And when the wife's up, we usually have an hour's walk just by outside, just outside. Because, well, easy to take some oxygen. And easy to keep up your lungs and system a little bit. Then we've been watching a lot of TV series, playing a lot of games on PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not things that we uh, actually planned on doing. You know, now everything kind of just came to a halt. And you know, with bands like Nightwish, you know, and and then your solo project, you know, you've been doing ex- you know extensive touring. You know, it's it's almost like a like how have you adjusted to this new life was it kind of an easy transition for you because you know it's kind of just everything kind of just came to a halt because you just finished up a european tour around february yeah, yeah. that we were really lucky we got out in february got to do that uh two weeks something uh some central european uh yeah club shows and was really happy to do it Got a really nice reception with that more of a moody and atmospheric stuff because well, well, there's not so many head bangers there in the 
song set. So we'll have to see that. Can we carry on with the hypnosis? That, that's okay. Sometimes you don't have to headbang all the time. We got Marco, so we're in good hands. <laughs> we, got, we got good wide eyes and wide grins. So that was brilliant. And then we got back and in like two to three weeks after that, the Western world collapsed. Did you know about um, any of this, like uh, just the illness that's going around during your tour? Is that something that maybe you would have known like on February? I read about the China thing. I read about the all the thing. And of course, the funny thing was that after the tour, like within a, what was it like within like two weeks, I also had to take a flight with my wife. First, the wife had to get here in Finland from Brazil. And then we had to get the flight to Tenerife because my friend was having a wedding there. And we were taking all those. And by the time we were in Tenerife already, I was looking at it. Okay, wife doesn't read so much news. And she's prone to get scared. I'm not going to tell her. But I really start to hope that we get on the plane to Finland soon. Because otherwise it looks like somewhere might be stranded. Oh, and wow. Luckily, we got there, but in already within a few days, they were stopping some planes from going, some people from going, and hotels were quarantining. Yeah, that's kind of just, uh, you would hear whispers about what's happening in China, maybe around Christmas, maybe January. But of course, you know, nowadays it's like, oh, it'll be fine. We can just ride through it and then uh, see what happens. But of course, and here we are. Now, now that you're home, um, does this pandemic, does it open up? maybe new things for you personally and artistically that you may have not explored before about yourself? Well, the fact is that I did mention what we have, we've been doing with the days. But of course, I've also been like small moments here and there or something. I've suddenly had an idea with something and I either played bass or guitar or something and also written some lyrical lines and full verses and all these kind of things. And yeah, now it starts to be at the point of things that I need to... I also got some new equipment. I got to wire them up, up in my home studio and maybe start recording these ideas. So this kind of a thing, of course, comes kind of a naturally when you've got too much time in your hands. But the, the, whole, the whole thing in itself isn't necessarily that inspiring. It's a, it's a bummer. Yeah, I think it's a challenge that all of us face. Uh, I mean, no matter what your profession is, when it comes to, you know, just being locked in, protecting yourself, just newer things you're finding out. You know, a lot. Some of the artists I've been talking to, they've discovered cooking. You know, as like one of one of like just a hobby that came up. Is that something that you're exploring too? Maybe something you haven't done. <laughs> uh, I myself have actually. You know, cooking. You know. Uh, I haven't done cooking, but my wife actually has started to do more. Like, you know, yeah. she's a vegetarian, so she's been starting to experiment more from with all kinds of internet recipes and very nice Indian sauces and all kind of things. Awesome. So, so in, the end, in the end, I end up eating more healthy too, which is always a, a nice thing. So what's on the menu today? Or what have you had? Oh, man, what have we had? Yesterday we had some potato grating with uh, oven salmon with all kinds of different oven vegetables uh, with, uh, with the spices and, well, 
Yeah, that was the thing. Then we did have that uh, that broccoli and some kind of a bean and <laughs> well, well, was it chickpeas? Kind of an Indian sauce thing. Spinach was there too. Yeah, very good stuff. Wow. So maybe down the road, if if this thing continues, you could do like a cooking with uh, Marco or something like that. <laughs> Just yeah, something yeah. to you know. Well, so far I've only been you know like peeling onions. <laughs> I'm sure I, the fans would definitely tune in for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm, I'm the kitchen boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, a lot of these bands, you know, like we just talked about, or talked about them taking up new hobbies and stuff like that. Some other bands, you know, they've actually done things like doing, you know, going into a concert venue. Like, for example, Insomnium did this. They they did like an, a live show. They streamed it for the fans. And it was in an empty venue. Um, yeah. Do you think, you know, as an artist, and you've been at this for over over 40 years, you know, playing music, you've seen everything. Do you think the quarantine-induced live streaming surge is going to affect the touring musician business going forward? Do you um, see bands doing this more and more down the road? I see it as a great thing. as a great, um, like, you know, great channel to get right to people people i mean we're we're people who have a calling we want to do what we do that's why actually musicians and writers are the banana republic of music business and now somebody's coming here um just a second no you're good you're good okay um i think it's a friend of mine i'm doing an interview just Okay, so yeah, what I was saying was that the musicians and uh, writers are banana republic of the music business. Uh, we're easy to exploit with with uh, copyright monies and with the record companies and Spotify persons. These are because we're idiots who want to do this thing. That's why yeah. we're easy to exploit. Yeah. So, but but also it. it we like to do it, and we like to do it for the people. So, streaming is a great channel. But of course, I don't think that if you really want to see a live show, feel feel the bass in your body and see meter high screens and all the pyrotechnics and lighting, uh, and yeah, get get into that huge bubble of great vibes with the band and all all the audience. You cannot do it anywhere except. In a real gig. Is that something you maybe want to do? Maybe maybe you going live streaming with and uh, have your fans engage. We've been talking about these things too, um, both both with Nightwish and both with Solo Band, but so far we haven't so far we haven't really made any concrete plans because well, um, we would have to put people and technicians together. Yeah, and. Um, and also a lot of people, for instance, two of our people from from the band live already. Floor lives in Sweden, and Troy lives in England. So that's also one thing. I but see. I, I assume that yeah, that that channel is open. We would like to do it, but so far we haven't talked these things through. Yeah, it's definitely a thought, you know, going down the road. A lot of fans, you know, 
yeah, I mean, the important thing is like getting the fans to actually engage with the artist too, and it's it it gives everybody, you know, it gives everybody like a break from, you know, like you said, from you know just the just the normal everyday schedule what we're in right now to actually you know engage to you know with our favorite artists and just some ideas and it. I guess it's a way to bring people closer together. I don't know if you feel the same way, if that's maybe that's what's happening. Because I know when it comes to social media, it's... I do. I mean, I'm not active in social media myself because, well, for me, social media is something that tries to grab me and invade my life. It's different. And I do have some very nice friends and all that, so I'm social in my own way. I'm just not in social media. But, of course, I realize that for a lot of people, it's... um, it's a way also to build unity in the in times that are like actively physically driving us apart. And whatever yeah. builds unity and spirit and gives you a better vibe. Yeah. Times, it's, it's all for the good. It's so much irony because everything we're talking about, you know, I was just watching an interview with uh, uh, Thomas and uh, about about uh, the new album, Human Nature, and how he talked about it being like a love letter to planet Earth. And it's just just so much irony, you know? And you guys released this album, Human Nature, about, you know, like about humans on their relationship to nature. And we're kind of just enduring that same thing. Like, we're living it right now. By the way, I love that cup. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. That's, that's perfect. Um, yeah. I, I got it as a present. That's it awesome. Was, yeah, you got you got some good friends. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so, some uh, too. <laughs> <laughs> so this is your ninth album, you know, Human Nature. You know, I've heard it multiple times. I think it's uh, right up there with one of your one of your just best work you've ever done. So I know that Thomas wrote this entire album, and then you were doing your own writing with your solo album. Does that provide some sort of flexibility that you have with Nightwish and your solo project? Are you able to incorporate ideas from the two, you know, blend one from the other? Did Thomas reach you, reach out to you like, hey, Marco, this is what I'm doing. What do you think? And um, the, no, not really that way. I mean, I was pretty in depth, involved with the solo project. Of course. And Thomas also, when I when I kind of had the time, that now we got everything down, so so that arrangements and all these are done. Then I asked Thomas that. Um, oh, by the way, do you do you need any kind of a, you know, riff or idea CD for bits and pieces that I got? And he says, um, I got a little bit of a writer's book. I actually have ten songs already on the way. I said, ah, okay, well then, all right, all fine. Yeah, you had the solo work going. Yeah, yeah, I did. It's all fine. And I mean, for me, it's always been the fact, I'm not original band member. I came in 2001. Right. <clears throat> last in success of the band, I think, the most essential thing has always been Thomas's writing of songs and lyrics. So... I don't, I don't begrudge him his, his position or his right to put on whatever he wants on the album. Is it the same process for 
uh, for most of these albums that are released by Nightwish, is it the same process or just something you guys did differently this time around? Uh, pretty much the same process. Of course, on the previous ones, I might have bring up, brought in some musical stuff or even a couple of lines of lyrics. But then we all get together. So that uh, summer camp place that we've been using now for a few times, start going over the structures of the songs and start going start putting our own input arrangements into them. What are my bass lines from going from G into D minor? Um, what kind of notes I'm going to be using into it? What are, what are the tempos? What are the... Yeah, everything. Yeah. And of course, the vocal harmonies, those... I did a shitload of work in vocal harmonies, building them for the whole thing. Troy did a lot of as well. So in, in the end, what Thomas has, with the, he has his sequencer demos, which have his, him playing guitar and uh, so simplified riffs and, and all that. Yeah. And, 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 and some keyboard, you know, melodies, uh, miming the vocals and all that. So we do have, we have a structure, which we then start to paint over as a band. And the whole, how it starts to become alive. Of what it, it, the end product sounds like sounds like the same song, but can sound very different, groove, vibe, wise, whatever. Yeah. So on your solo project, I want to I want to talk about this too. You talked about how it took. Is it is it true? It took ten to fifteen years when you first started writing on this, and then and then everything kind of just came together within the last couple of years, and you and you finally released it. Yeah, because I was saving stuff. I was having already more stuff than what ended up on the album. I have leftovers to return to. <laughs> but uh, it was uh, the night which was entering sabbatical. So I figured that this is a good time. I had song okay. ideas and a lot of lyrical ideas, and there was enough. And I called these couple of friends of mine that I've known, musical, musical musician friends, for some, quite a few years. I knew the guys to be open-minded, versatile musicians. There's Thomas Weinel on guitar and Willy Olli on keyboards. Asked them if they would come over to my place for some days and go over some ideas of the songs and want to see if they like them and want to arrange and do some stuff with me, with them. Guys came over. They really got into it. Ended up really arranging a lot of stuff for me and with the songs and us doing it together and also separately. Thomas actually became the whole like a producer of the album. He was recording most of it and mixing it. Really was doing a lot of uh, arranging work. And also both of the guys also filled some gaps if there was a C part missing from somewhere or piece of yeah. ink from something. And then we also hired a very like a really old school, very well-known drummer, Ansi Nykänen, uh, here in Finland. We actually met first time when I was 15 and he was 16. And he can really, he knows he's John Bonham. He can have a really heavy yeah. So I hired him as a drummer. And with this project, kind of the whole thing, when we started doing shows and all that, it kind of grew out a band. Because we all also, we all started to really enjoy doing them shows and like do the album, like the music. Yeah. And, and the whole chemistry of the ideas and the guys. Yeah. That's uh, how it came. You know, and you guys did take it around Europe, you know, 
No, go you ahead. Asked about the ideas. You asked about the ideas about the 10 or 15 years. That was also because when I started to play to the, the ideas and lyrical things to the guys, I kind of dug out everything. Also, all the old stuff. And then some of the old stuff, actually, some of the song stuff was like really relevant and good. So we ended up using them. And there was not really like, you know, whole song from that far back. But there were definitely like worse ideas or and some lyrical lines, which needed some updating to fit the personality these days. And so how are you feeling with the final product? Because you released uh, two different versions of Finnish and English, you know? Is it, it uh, you know, did you go back and like redo some songs? Did you, did you change some things up before everything was done? Because you're talking about, you're talking about almost two decades of work that you put your, you know, heart and soul into and now it's out. And how do you, how do you overall feel, you know, as, as a fan of your own music? Um, well, didn't really put all that time into that. I mean, I was busy with Nightwish recordings and touring. Oh, and right, right, right. So I was putting it together bits and pieces during the years. But yeah, I want it to be relevant. I want it to have depth and, and want it to incite interest. And I mean, I'm not necessarily a friend of complex stuff on the surface. I like good choruses, good verses, good melodies and compact, crystallized lyrical lines, all that. I like them. But then I'm also very, very much a friend of a lot of nuances and uh, atmospheres that you build with a lot of um, subtle elements and all that. So therefore we get onto the prog side, definite. But, um, I'm, I don't know, now I'm, getting, now I'm getting lost in my own thoughts. What was my red... <laughs> what was my red line you what was the original question no it was it was just it was just kind of just in a culmination of how you felt about your solo project how you know finally just to get it finally out there you know yes. just for the world to listen to i wanted to have a depth and wanted to have a like you know personal meeting it's because it was a solo album so of course it mattered in a way that i was I was shit scared. And then this thing that it, releasing it in Finnish and English, that came also because of, the, because of the selection of songs. And those songs were originally so that what got selected was that six were written in Finnish and four in English. Okay. So then I figured that I will have to translate some or do a mix bunch or... Just for the hell of it. What if I translate everything crisscross and release both versions? I'll do that. Is that how you perform live too? Mm, I, we did the, we did Finnish festivals and some shows. We did those in Finnish. Central okay. European things we did in English. But I'm kind of figuring now that the next time around we get there, maybe we'll do the originals. It's going to be the Finnish and English mixed bunch. Either way, they've been written original. Do you have a favorite song? From my own album? Yeah. I bet you just love to perform live. Mm, yeah, of course. There are a couple of favorites. Stones is a really good rocker. And 
and then yeah and for you is something that when i talk about that that when you can like do some slow atmospheric hypnosis just kind of people stop you <laughs> go that way that's a, very, that's a very good one for you you know uh talk about those fans like the fan reaction you i mean you've we talked about the touring just for a little bit what was your favorite part about just the touring life before you everything just went on break uh, well, if you're talking about solo tour, the best thing was to get back to clubs. I mean, yeah, because I, I, th- I think you prefer the clubs, don't you? Because you guys played large venues. I mean, you're talking about, you know, Vakken, you know, festivals that are just... With Nightwish, there's no sense going into clubs because we would have to do the same club at least a week uh, yeah. for the same evenings. And, of course, there's no way that any kind of, a, you know, finance logistics would give makes sense anymore it's just a goddamn fact and yeah. i like playing anywhere whether the shows are big in the halls or small ones in the clubs or medium size or festivals or whatever but clubs are still the ones where no matter that there isn't so many people you get that tight bunch you get to see the people i think there is something it's that, just very intimate yeah and i think there's something that when you get a good vibe going and with the tight atmosphere, you get the endorphins and somehow the sweat and the beer and whatever the club atmosphere. It, it just it just helps you to raise hell. Yeah, I think it gives you uh, it'll give an artist, a, you know, a, you know, a different perspective. You know, it'll uh, when you're engaging fans with a different way, you kind of just get an idea like you, just the well-rounded fan base. You get the intimate setting and then you get the huge setting you know where you just see thousands of fans like a c and uh, yeah. i think i think that's just very interesting yeah so we, but yeah. i i have no problem with, with i i do remember that what it is to do a live show in walk-in for eighty-six thousand people and when a savonian finnish country boy raises his fist and that eighty-six thousand and something does the same it, it gives you quite a royal feeling too yeah hopefully yeah hopefully you know you know hopefully once this is over you guys can actually bring this over to the states because because i can tell you right now we would i mean there are you know we our metal community you know we've we talked about this record about your solo project you just coming over to the states and just you know giving us something like just like a breath of fresh air when it comes to like Prague music and you also have a bit of folk into your music as well what i've noticed mm-hmm. and uh I, i've become a huge fan of folk within the last you know few years and when i first heard that tone you know especially in stones the beginning part it was just uh it blew me away I'm, I'm like i'm like what is this this is this is not something i've heard before we need more of this so so here's the hoping you guys can actually bring it over the states you know it's, it'd be great to see you you know just in person perform this there's always a possibility if you get someone nice to work with you. Always a possibility of checking out if we can do a crowdfunding things, and that right, mm. yeah. So before we finish up here, um, so um, I'm gonna put you on the hot seat just for a second because I ah. you'll, you'll like you'll like this, all right. So I know you know one of your um, what inspired you is like like bands like Rainbow, Ronnie James Dio, Rob Halford, Freddie Mercury. You know those are some premier artists you know for your influences if it were up to yeah if it were up to you what would be your favorite artist 
that you would love to collaborate with that you haven't already? Okay. This has been asked a couple of times before, but of course, I think that if, if Tony Iommi was having one uh -huh. of legendary detuned Doomy riffs, yeah. and he would have a guest vocalist, I'd be willing. Okay. Man, uh, let's put that plug out there. So maybe, you know, <laughs> that, that, we could actually make that happen. Um, now, before we finish up, this is the last one. What mm -hmm. I'm going to do, before I do this, how familiar are you with, like, Nightwish's catalog when it comes to lyrics? Because I know, I know Thomas wrote, writes the lyrics, but, you know, how familiar are you with them? Um, so far, everything that I've been on, I've read through, but also there are so many years in the between that I have forgotten things, even things that I have been singing. With the back catalog, there are official, there are gaps, definitely, big okay. ones. Okay, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put you to the test, all right? Let's see how good your memory is. I may, I may throw some of your solo projects in there, so just keep an eye out for that. What I'm going to do, I'm going to read lyrics from a song, okay? okay? You tell me, you tell me what song you think it is from, okay? You don't have to necessarily name the album. You might, you may be able to name the album, that's fine. But I'm gonna go in. I'm not gonna go in order. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it out just for a little, you know, randomness. Okay. You ready? Okay. Okay. I can already see like the concern look on your face. <laughs> yeah. All right. Here we go. I'm just gonna read it. You just tell me what it's from. Losing emotion, finding devotion. Should I dress in white and search the sea, as I always wish to be, one with the waves? Well, this is night wish, definitely. Yeah. Well, Okay, now I have to remember the melody. Tell me the two lines again. The two okay. I think I'm giving it away here, I just realized. <laughs> Losing emotion, finding devotion. Yeah, Should that... I dress in white? God damn it. I'm trying to get the get it to ring tonight. Okay, it's Nightwish, but I can't remember what song. Ocean Soul from Century Child. Okay. Yep. Okay. Uh, Jacob's ghost for the girl in white, blindfold for the blind, dead siblings walk the dying earth, noose around a choking heart, eternity torn apart, slow toll now the funeral bells. This is Nightwish. Is it Poet and the Pendle? Wait, wait a second. Which one is it? I should play the Jeopardy theme. <laughs> it is uh, it is Bye Bye Beautiful from Dark Passion Play. Okay. Damn it. Okay. I'm, okay. Now we got to the test. All right. So I'm going to ease up a little bit here, okay? You should already get this one. The doors of heaven might be closed for both me and you, but a righteous man... My father, of course. <laughs> yeah, the voice of my father. I had to throw an easy one in there. <laughs> okay. Uh, suffering loves faith, loves suffering. Smile to elders like a good doll. Repent, accept, separate yourself. Suck the orient tongue. Tribal. Yeah, that's actually my favorite song from Human Nature. Love that song. Um, uh, who tied my hands to the wheel? The Zodiac turns over me. Somewhere there my fate revealed. 
You got it? Byron. Yeah. 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 Oh, you got that one. Perfect. Uh, We got a couple more. All right. You have the world. It's all for you. I wish you'd find a lost in you. (laughs) Okay. And this is, of course, um, yours is an empty hope. Yeah. You got that one. And this is actually one of my favorite ones off of this record. I am bleeding a route to freedom. Bring your lives to the death I'm dealing. Okay. <laughs> you already... to free... This one's for freedom. <laughs> <laughs> I already know. Like After the first line, you're like, ah, you don't even have to read anymore. It's good. Yeah, okay. I, I, tend to re- <laughs> I tend to remember my own lyrics, except that some goddamn shows. <laughs> <laughs> have you played your entire uh, live album, like uh, entire um, solo album live yet? Yeah, we've done you it. have? Okay. Oh man. See, I'm saying bring it to the states. I might just go over there to just to Europe just to see you guys for that. Um, it was 52 minutes, and we had to do some hour festival shows. Well, the, that I could fill the gaps with bullshit. But, <laughs> <laughs> but then we did the then we did the club show, so we had to go over. So we even had a few covers to. And uh, yeah, War Pigs is online, isn't it? So from that uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I did. I did. I did see that. That's that's tremendous. Okay, wake up, dead boy. Enter adventure, Adventureland. Tricksters, magicians, will show you all that's real. Yeah, that is. Um, wake up, dead boy. Um, no, well, last ride of the day. Yeah, you got it. I think that's all I had. I wanted to throw like as as many as I could. I don't want to go too long, but I'd say you got. You did pretty good. Not bad. Four out of six. Okay. Actually, I think you got five out of five out of five out of six actually. But (laughs) that was good. You do know your songs. (laughs) Well, I didn't know. I I knew the Nightwish, but didn't miss the song. I think the I think it was just the first one. Well, actually, it was Ocean Soul. Yeah. Actually, I think I think you got Ocean Soul. No, 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 I didn't. And then I was, then I was the. Bye bye beautiful. Bye bye beautiful was the other one. I didn't know. Yeah. Well, I used to sing the chorus. <laughs> Isn't. <it? laughs> All right. Uh, so Marco, do you have any last uh, words you want to say before we wrap up here? I know you, I guess, ask this question a lot, but if you did want to add anything, feel free. I, I don't. I don't know. Well. The, <laughs> Drink well, coffee. <laughs> well, that, that can, but yeah, keep up the spirits. These are yeah. boring, these are boring and stressing times. So, so be be positive. What can yeah. I say? Hmm. Hey, it, that's that's what we need. You know, as simple as that sounds, that's what we have. That's what we got to do. And the faster we do it, you know, the faster we can see Nightwish and your talents on the road. And I'm one of those people. So, um, so and don't forget. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And don't forget, everyone that's listening, you can uh, listen to interview on our podcast on Stitcher, Apple, and Spotify on all major podcast apps. Please pick up Nightwish's new album, Human Nature. It is out now on Nuclear Blast Records. Uh, Marco's solo album is also out on Nuclear Blast Records on the English version, Pyre of the Black Heart. And then Mustan um, Rovio. Is that also out on... Uh, yeah, you can you can find it in the streamers and places like that. And I think um, I think some some shops might also still have a few. I don't yeah. know.
What's up, guys? Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and share our channel. It would be greatly appreciated. And we look forward to bringing more guests onto our podcast. And if you have any suggestions on who we should bring next or in the future, please let us know. You can find us at Interview Under Fire's Facebook or Instagram, or you can reach me directly at schwag at interviewunderfire.com. That's S-C-H-W-A-G at Interview Under Fire.